Welcome to the Mom Manual. Motherhood doesn't come with instructions, but it should. We are on a mission to highlight ordinary moms doing extraordinary things to build the ultimate mom manual. Every week, I have the distinct honor of speaking with women about the lessons they've learned and the inspiration that got them to where they are today. Join us for a conversation that will spark creativity, provide actionable tips, and celebrate the ordinary and extraordinary moments of motherhood. The Mom Manual starts now. Hi, everyone. I am on today with Emmy Rigby, and she is going to tell us about, what are you telling us about, Emmy? Well, I, first of all, do not feel like I'm an expert in anything, but I am going to tell how I have kept adventuring and traveling um, near and far with little ones and not having that change as much with having kids. Okay. So Emmy and I have been friends for eight years. Yeah. Eight, nine, like Because you can just have her old Brooklyn is. She was nine this summer. Crazy. Mm -hmm. Almost nine years. And when I met Emmy, she was a newlywed and her and her husband were traveling all over and you guys have not slowed down. Like since having kids, you have still gone to Europe and all over the U S and you have moved and you always find fun in your hometowns too. That's something that I really, really admire about you. Um, when I asked you the title of your mom manual, it would be how to be an adventurous mom while staying sane. Tell us about like, what do you love about adventuring and and why do you, why is this important? You know, is this something from your childhood or like, why are you this way with your kids and your family? Yes. Well, first I will, I will answer why, but first I just want to say with that title, the reason I included while staying sane is I don't want it to seem like I am just the most fun adventurous mom. And I think that there are moms I know that are way more adventurous than me, but I also don't think I would be sane if I did, like they have no schedule and are always on the go, that type of thing. So my tips are more like, yes, I feel like we have kept fun and adventure, but I also am really into routine and that's kind of why the adventure part works. So we'll talk more about that, but um, it is definitely more of a balance, but it makes the adventuring more fun. And what you asked is why I love to do that and why it's a priority for me. And definitely it was because when I was young, my parents prioritized that and they would even say, like we got gifts and items, but they'd say like, we really for Christmas and um, our big family gifts and things we want to spend our money on is like experiences together. Cause you will learn the most and it's what you remember. And it's so true. It's totally what you remember. Cause they did get us, you know, iPods, whatever. And I would never remember what that was, but I, um, every year we did like usually a big international trip and it was always different places. And I, I think like my, I have two older brothers and they definitely liked it and learned a lot, but I think me more than anyone just I like soaked up I love that we had seen like a different way of life or now I know what they eat there or now I know that this is what the kids and I've talked to them just every different place and we did anything from like fun trips to Europe and went to Wimbledon to like a service trip in Bolivia and so it was every all ends of the spectrum and I think I just was like that was the greatest education ever way more than school it was my bonding memories with my family and then now I believe that for my kids, but I also still love it myself. So it's a win-win because I'm happy and I'm happy with what they're experiencing. I love that you said that. So I, growing up, I was the oldest of, I am the oldest of five kids. And that was always what we did too. Our parents were more predictable though. We went to Aruba and we went to Disney World. Like those are our two family trips, but exactly. making memories nonetheless. Your parents stepped it up a notch with the international and service type trips. Um, and I love that. I want to do that for my kids, but the struggle I have, and I think most moms listening would agree 
how there's so much that goes into it, like the planning, the execution, the packing, the activities that parents and kids can like. So you have some tips for us. What would you say, like, where would you start off with number one tip to travel with kids? Like how can people make it happen? So hard to think of one tip, but it's pretty general that I would say the number one tip is just to change your expectations. I know that sounds really dumb, but it's the biggest difference is do not expect if you're going to go to Hawaii and bring kids that it's going to be like how your honeymoon in Hawaii was or like a picture perfect thing. You're going to have so much fun, but like I lower my expectations so low. So I'm just like, okay, anything is a win. And it's always worth it after to me because the memories and there's so many fun moments, but um, I think do not expect that. It's just like, we're now on vacation and we're all relaxing. Like it's a trip. It's maybe not a vacation and you can take those with your husband or be able to escape at different times, but it's not the tropical getaway. So number one tip for traveling with kids is change your viewpoint because Wait, you will not. I love that. Cause I always pack a book when I go on vacation with yeah. my kids and it never, not one page gets open. And I know maybe when like, we have like teenagers, you know, <laughs> maybe teenagers, but young kids, I do. I imagine myself that I'm sitting at the pool, I'm reading my book and then I'm disappointed. So I love that. Okay. Yeah. What, what do you think is the second? My second tip is that going along with that, you will have a lot more fun on the trip if you put the work in before. Okay. So it is a lot of work before, like you said, like almost I'm like is this worth it this is crazy but I am so happy on the trip even from packing to planning I am like so exact with the packing and things like that that on the trip I'm like I am so it is so much more enjoyable so put in that work to save yourself time and one example of that is I like say that we're going on a six-day trip I write down the days and I write down each kid's outfit for the day and it sounds so dumb but I'm like one, it sounds silly, but I know that the outfits will kind of be similar or go together because we're going to take, we take way more pictures on trips. And I'm like, not like, why is this one in neon and someone's in light pink, you know? And also for weather, I'm like, okay, our airplane outfits are going to be layers and sweatshirts. And then we get to the place and it's hot and here's our rompers. And everyone is like, you know, I just know when I thought about it, I put it in a Ziploc bag or a packing cube and I label it or I write it down on my phone. And then on the trip, I'm like, okay, it's Monday. And I throw them their clothes. And now that my girls are older, I do have to show them like, hey, these are the ones that they've approved because that has happened when they're like, I don't want to wear them. And I honestly bring those six, whatever, say it's six day trip. And I bring one out extra each in case they spilled or something happened. So stuff like that. Um, And then also just thinking through even meals and where we want to eat. It's nice to leave room for flexibility but I have to have like three options that I've looked that are close to where we are because with kids and getting hungry, that's the kind of stuff that just takes like a day on a trip. So I will go so far as to be like, okay, there is within 10 minute walk, there's these three and I'll write them down. And then it's still like, okay, we can see what we're in the mood for. We don't have to have it nailed down, but I've looked at the menus and I know what, if they're close. And so I know their options so because that's yeah. but really it's pre-planned. Exactly. Yeah. So the kids still go like, Oh, which one, but I'm not left. Like, Oh my gosh, what, what should we do? Um, Wait. Okay. So I want to add to that because I, every trip I go on, I do the exact same thing. I lay out the outfits. I always match my kids because it's the only time we take pictures. But one thing that, that I do is I pack a full week in advance. And so all of our like best clothes or best underwear, you know, whatever we want out of the laundry. Yes. So that they can touch it. That is so smart. I sometimes am like weeks in advance and then it's problematic because I need it, but yeah, for sure a week. That's such a good point. 
that's important, especially with kids stuff. The other thing I do that um, I feel like is really similar to you, because you know, I travel a lot too. Like, and and as you're telling your story about growing up, like it it resonates so much with me and how I'm raising, you know, we travel a lot. We're, that's that's what we spend our money on. Like we do not get on one of these trips. (laughs) Yeah, I know we need to link up. Um, But what what I do with my kids now, because they're a little bit older, is they each have a Ziploc bag and that is our like treats for the plane. So we'll pack like treats, we'll pack a breakfast and a lunch and we go to Target the night before and it's like a whole tradition and they love it and they lay out their bags and like, they're so excited. So now they're involved in the planning process and it's like, okay, go get, you know, six pairs of socks and six pairs of underpants and, you know, they, they feel like they can help and then it builds the excitement for the trip and it builds the fun and it's like, we're doing it together. So my kids are eight, seven, six, and three. So they, they can help a little bit more than yours but maybe the girls can help that way. Yeah, no, that was the best point is like the beginning part is um, overwhelming that front end work, but you can make it fun. And that's almost part of the buildup. And some of the most fun parts of a trip are looking forward to it. So you're right. If your kids are like, here, here's the weather, you know, it's like a little assignment, like pick the outfits that will go well or pick something for your little brother that will. And that's a fun idea about the snacks and little toys. I need to do that, but that's a perfect, perfect addition to the tip. Awesome. Okay, Emmy. And then what is your third tip for everyone? Okay. My third tip would be, I think you just had mentioned it, but to involve the kids on the planning of the trip to involve everybody in the family. So, um, always what I say, even with like a Saturday outing from home where we live in Newport or to a trip, I'm like planning a day is going to make all of us happy. So for example, like if we are just even doing an outing and we kind of have to drive far to like a new playground that a friend told us about, I'm like, okay, well, there's a lunch spot I've been dying to try that is right next to that. So I will take the kids to that playground and then I will be able to try that lunch place. And my husband Chase loves to ride bikes. So do I. So I'll like usually say, Chase, ride down the coast, meet us there. And then I'll switch you and I'll ride home. And at the end of the day, it's like exhausting, but we're all bought in because Chase is like, okay, I got to work out. He's happy when he gets there. We had to go to a fun lunch. I wanted to try the kids went to a fun playground and then I ride home, something like that. So the same thing on a trip is um, my kids are getting just old enough where either I think of it for them or I talk to them, but just trying to think through things. Don't just go on a trip. That's like, we went to Disneyland, but we hate Disney. The parents hate it. And we were just leaving the kids and we absolutely did not get anything out of the trip. Like if you love Disney, that's great. But if you just plan something like my kids will love this, then you're not, it's not going to be as fun. It's me exhausting. So every day of the trip, it's like, or at least different parts of it. I'm like, okay, well this part's for me, but then my kids will have a full day of just going to this kind of stuff. And I know Chase, like, for example, we just went to all through Michigan on a really fun trip around Lake Michigan. And, um, it was totally full of that because it was a lot of driving. So I was like, oh, how am I even going to keep not only my kids, but Chase, this is like too much driving with our age. So we went to like, um, through Green Bay, Wisconsin on this long road trip. So we stopped at the Packers stadium and Chase all of a sudden is like, this is awesome. And then I wanted to go see these cherry orchards that, and everyone ended up loving, but I really was the one that wanted to see them. And so on the way we found like this super fun kids, little like play ground, you know, outdoor, like experience that was part of it. So, and Chase was saying, okay, at least this was seven hours of driving today, but we did all get like a little win and So on a trip, I would just say really invest, whether your kids are old enough, learn about something, just do something that they're excited and invested in the trip ahead of time. No, I I love that because um, that's something that we've been doing too. At at first, I think we would just find like 
we're going to go to Hawaii and we're here and we're at the beach. But what we didn't realize was the kids need activities at the beach, even if that's just bringing toys to make a sandcastle or something like that and like building that stuff in. Okay. But you do such a good job. Um, Your Instagram is public, right? So people can follow you. Yes, it is. No, it's been back and forth, but it is. No, I love it. I love it. Cause I follow all of your trips and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And you just, you have such an eye for finding like on your, your last um, road trip. I mean, you guys were at like these bakeries and these like fairs and where, I mean, do you have like an app you use or a website that's your go-to? Like, how do you find all this stuff? I know I don't have the best answer for this. Cause I feel like people ask me that a lot and I am like, I mean, it's something I enjoy. So I just write down and research stuff all the time. I, it's anything from like someone in passing mentioning to me years ago, like I went and got a cherry donut at this place in the middle of Michigan. Seriously. I had like written it in my phone, like a random friend to looking stuff up to even my very favorite is, um, on a trip, even just like talking to people at a playground, like with kids, you slow down and you meet more people and they'll tell you, Oh, if you're going here, it's like, there's a festival stuff you wouldn't know about. That's maybe in a tiny town right then. So I think it's just a combination of like keeping your ears open and looking stuff up, but not letting it just doing what you enjoy. I don't think it's fun to like research for hours. If you're like, I don't, this isn't fun to me. This is stressful. Then just get some key points. But if there's certain things that interest you, like there's always, there's blogs and there's articles. And even if you search places on Instagram, sometimes you just go through them and you're like, Oh, I didn't even realize this place would have ducks to feed at this park or just things that you can kind of like get ideas when you have time. That's a a great tip. So I'm hearing Google and then just like some blogs and then on Instagram. I love that. Like finding the location and then seeing what people are. That is so smart because people are always showing the funnest, best stuff on Instagram. Yes, And you can also see like what it looks like right then what the weather, you know what I mean? What the weather's like, what are people wearing? Like sometimes I'll just scroll through that way. And then, yeah, just talking, talking to people is also the best local people. That's a genius tip. I absolutely love that. Okay. So now we're going to ask a couple like quicker questions and then we'll wrap up. Okay. What does me time mean to you? Oh, it changes. I mean, it's so funny with kids and with kids stages, it changes. But now I would say maybe when I was like without kids, it would be like a massage, like something fancy. And now me time is seriously anything that I would not be able to do if I didn't have, if I had the kids around me. So I used to like, you know, if you had a first spare moment, I'm like, Oh, my house is so messy. I've got to like fold the laundry. And now I'm like, no, I could fold laundry with my kids sitting around me and they could help me. (laughs) So I will not do that during my me time. So now it's anything from working out or going to lunch with a friend when it's so nice to not have kids climbing around or I cook with my kids, but like making a complicated new recipe or something that I want to try that it's nice to just be alone or reading or just on my laptop, catching up on email, anything that is like, I would not be able to do this the same if my kids were here, I feel is me time. (laughs) I love that. I'm, I'm the exact same way. I remember early on, um, you know, I've always worked, but some of of my friends who stay home had said that for mother's day, they just want to be left alone for the day. (laughs) Like with, and I was (laughs) like, Oh my gosh, that's so sad. But then I, like, as I had more kids and I changed my work hours to be with them more, I understand that where it's like me time literally means just being by myself, like for a walk. Honestly, I've learned the longer I go, like you said, I had heard of my mom's friend that would take a birthday trip alone every year. And growing up, I'm like, that's so sad. And she's insane. And now, you know, I went to Mexico city alone. Like it's, I wouldn't probably do it consistently, but I'm like, 
I don't think people should be ashamed. Like it's a reset. And I want my kids to know that I prioritize myself and that I need, I want to be my happiest. And so I totally think it's so important, like you said, to not be ashamed or, you know, feeling bad about saying, okay, I just need to feel like Emmy and not mom for an hour today. Totally. And I think we could do a whole podcast on the fact that you went to Mexico city by yourself, <laughs> like true, a true traveling badass you are. Um, okay. One more question. So, um, do you have a favorite book or quote that inspires you? Yes. I have so many favorite quotes. Um, and I love so many books, but the quote that comes to my mind that I've been thinking, I've always loved it, but I saw it somewhere lately in a friend's house. It is by Vincent Van Gogh. And it says the way to know life is to love many things. And I just love what that quote means because it keeps me inspired to stay interested and engaged in life and always expand my circle of things and people um, and places that I love never, I really don't like to like go back to the same place. It's very rare that we will like go on a trip and I don't, and I, I love, I would go back, but there's just so many places and things that I want to always learn about. So I feel like for me and for my kids, I want to always just expose them and have them love a lot of different things. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay. Emmy, I know you don't consider yourself an influencer, but you are for sure. So if people want to follow along and see your trips and all the fun things you're doing, where can they find you? Yes. I feel like when I knew Tara, it was like in the blogging world days and we had good friends that did it. And so I did, I still have a travel blog only to save fun trip itineraries. Um, I need to like update it more, but it's called welltraveledwife.com, but it has been a fun when I was more in the heyday of that. Um, and then my Instagram is just Emmy cause I got it early on. So it's just my name EMI, but yes, I would be embarrassed to ever feel like I was just wanting all my life, but it's fun to still share. Even when we are now traveling with kids, I have people from like 10 years ago that say, Oh my gosh, please write down this Michigan trip and all the places you ate. And I'm like, that is so fun to me. So, um, I just still do a tiny bit of that and love to just get inspiration from people in that same way. But those are the two probably best places. Yes. You, you are, you are underselling yourself because you are amazing at photography and journaling and, you do amazing things that people want to follow and see, and you're always having fun. Um, and I just love that so much about you. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today and taking your time, Emmy. We really appreciate it. Yes. And I just want to give a shout out to Tara before this ends. If anyone follows or doesn't know her, she is just the greatest person in the world. And every person that meets her just is amazed by how capable and beautiful and smart and talented. I'm not just saying this. So you she are. is as good as it gets. And I am so proud of the company you've started and all that you do. You are like a rock star. So I'm so Aww. glad to know you and love you and proud of this podcast. I can't wait to listen to it Yay. in the future. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.